Hello, Trash Crusaders. Welcome to Save Trash Cinema, the podcast where exploitation and exploration come together. It is I, your humble host, your guide through trash cinema, and your favorite dumpster boy, Game and Darty. And on today's episode, we're bringing to you the second episode of your new favorite trash cinema game show, Trash or Pass. If you're new here and never caught our first episode, then buckle up. Because Trash or Pass is the game show where we challenge our contestants to guess whether a movie is actually a real trash cinema film or if it's a made-up garbage just to fool them. So how does it work? The game consists of four rounds. Each round, a contestant will bring forward the plot synopsis of a trash cinema film that exists in the real world, as well as the plot synopsis of a fake movie that they have created with their own imagination. The final round, all three contestants will face off against everyone's favorite dumpster boy and my three picks. What the contestants don't know is that my choices could all be real or all be fake. Each guess the contestant gets right will be a point towards them, and each failed guess will be a point towards the contestant who fooled the others. There's a catch, though. In the final round, any wrong guess will subtract points away from the contestants as well. Our three contestants are playing for a chance to have their trash cinema pick reviewed on the show, with them taking the place as our special guest host of that episode. But without further ado, let's introduce your three contestants. First up, my co-host known hater of every good movie ever made. Well, Patrick Schweiger. They're all trash. They're all cinema. They're all trash cinema. Hello, folks. Thanks for having me. Big fan of the show. Been wanting to get on the show for weeks now. (laughs) thrilled to be a part of it well thank you for being here patrick and i hope you lose next up the only person on the planet earth to have successfully shoved a 13 inch space cop up his ass jeremiah hobbs hey i heard uh i heard there was somebody willing to marry you is that true Mm. it is indeed hey congrats buddy when the audience hears this i'll actually be on my honeymoon which is Mm -hmm. a terrifying reality (laughs) <laughs> that means you'll finally have lost your virginity. And I, I've been saving you, it for marriage, baby. You're it's going to Nilbog, right? For your honeymoon? Hell yeah. I'm going <laughs> to Nilbog. Going to old Nilbog. <laughs> now, last but not least, he puts the creep in creepy twins, brother to your <laughs> beloved mustachio bandit, Bennett Thompson, as well as the host of the college football podcast, The Gray Zone, as well as host of the FET Greenville TV show, also, the number one show in Greenville, South Carolina, Mr. Gray Thompson. My God, brother. Keep going. Go on. That's it. That's that all I great. got for you. You have to win this to get more compliments. That's not going to be easy. So I, I feel like if I do win this, I'll, I'll have deserved it outright. Let me have Truly. It. truly. I'll be you proud know, to win this. Are you kidding me? Let's go. 
like I've said on pre-show, you're great at Rocket League. And that's the last compliment you're going to get unless you bring home the gold tonight. But before we jump into the actual show, let's do a little quick housekeeping. We'd love it if you rate and review the podcast on your podcast app of choice. Don't forget to email the show by submitting movie recommendations or by being a guest host by emailing us at SaveTrashCinema at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Twitter at SaveTrashCinema or on Instagram at SaveTrashCinema as well. Make sure to check out last week's episode when we brought on Keir Seward, director of the short film Do Not Resuscitate, uh, on to cover the 1984 classic Ozploitation film Razorback. Oh shit, DNR? DNR. We will be continuing to release mini sets, crossover sets, interviews, and guess what? Game shows uh, all the time. So uh, keep your eyes peeled because we have some exciting content coming down the pipeline. But enough housekeeping. Who's ready for some trash or pass? I would say I am. Yeah, I guess I could do it. I think you the are. kids. Too. Yeah, they're ready. There are those beautiful kids. You know the crazy thing about those children? They're probably all dead. Yeah, they are. that was probably recorded. You get when you get a headshot in Halo. So yeah, yeah, they're literally all dead. All dead. All right, now we're gonna start off today's show with round number one. Round number one, I am dueling out the duties to none other than Big Booty himself, mm. Patrick Schweiger. Now, Patrick, you're gonna bring today, you're gonna bring today a movie that is real and a movie that is fake. What'd you call me? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, relax, dude. <laughs> 2022. True. So, Patrick, why don't you start off by telling the other contestants the plot synopsis of movie number one? All right, movie number one, it's pretty simple. It's a movie about family. It's about mm. living your life a quarter mile at a time. Just kidding. I'm not doing the Fast and Furious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. It's real. It's real, real. This film comes out in 1995. Volcanologist Hank Walton has recently moved back to his countryside hometown to study the long dormant volcano that is nearby. When the volcano shockingly shows signs that it's about to explode in what will be the biggest volcanic eruption in recorded history... The townspeople don't believe his warnings until it's too late, and Hank has to rescue his family and as many townspeople as he can before time runs out and he loses everyone he cares about. Mm. All right, so movie number one. Now, Patrick, why don't you go ahead and tell our two contestants about movie number two. Movie number two, the year 2009. This movie is set in a small mountain town that has been crime-free for decades. When the bodies of villagers begin turning up, making the town's leaders extremely nervous ahead of their annual organic food fair, a man in the village tries to convince people that a giant mutant man-killing boar is responsible, and he gets together a ragtag group, including a cop from a neighboring village who was reassigned when his mother went missing, the local detective, a biologist studying wild animals, and a big game hunter. But finding the boar won't be an easy task. They have to go through the trials and tribulations of the mountain first. Jesus. All right. Mm. So movie number one and movie number two. Now, Gray and Jeremiah, you have points on the line here, or you could give up points to Patrick. Yeah. So tell me which one you think is a real trash cinema film or the fake trash cinema film. And then when do we, do, when do we get the name of the movie? You get it afterwards, bud. Ah, uh, so okay. I'm I'm just gonna start 
Gray by saying that I was in college in 2009 and it feels like I saw every movie that came out that year. <laughs> and I have zero recollection at all about a movie about a boar and a mountain. That said, it could have totally happened. It's hard. Both of them are so well written, Patrick. Well what done. were you doing in 1995? Uh, let's see. I was seven years old, so I was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was in second grade. Jesus Christ. Same, but I was 16. It's fine. <laughs> You're breastfeeding on someone else's breast. Sure. Ooh, why not? Spicy. That too. And I, if, if anything needs, if you'd like me to repeat any of, of it, uh, I'm happy to. Oh, I didn't hear anything. any of the technicalities, like actor, director, or anything like that. But tell me again about the first one. Yep. You said there was a volcano involved? Yes, sir. Or that's so the whole premise. It's kind of the whole premise. Yeah, it's kind of the right. whole premise. So uh, that one's pretty short. I'll just, I'll reread the, the synopsis of that one. Volcanologist Hank Walton has recently moved back to his countryside hometown to study the long dormant volcano that is nearby. When the volcano shockingly shows signs that it's about to explode in what will be the biggest volcanic eruption in recorded history, the townspeople don't believe his warnings until it's too late, and Hank has to rescue his family and as many townspeople as he can before time Mm. runs out and he loses everyone he cares about. Hmm. I'm gonna shoot. like that's based yeah. on a Tommy Lee Jones movie called Volcano. So I think that's real trash cinema. It's the same age. I don't remember anybody else. Like, I don't remember the family element, but Hank, come on. You can't tell me Tommy Lee Jones can't play any character ever. <laughs> Hank, right? That is perfect. very accurate. That's very good. Gray, are you, locking, that are you locking it in? Lock it up. Lock All it right. In. Lock it down. Gray's locking up. Movie number one. Now, Jeremiah, you are now dealt the difficult task. Do you follow yeah. suit with Gray, or do you take a chance and go with movie number two? Here's why I'm going to lose this game. Because uh, <laughs> you suck. Is because instead of listening to the plots of the movies and really thinking about have I seen this movie? Have I seen anything that sounds like it? I'm I'm focusing too much on the other stuff. Like I'm focusing on Patrick saying, oh, this is a short one. Let me just read it again. Mm, right? Sure, you're trying and to I get go, in my head. Oh, so it's a short one. Did you write a longer one because you wanted mm. to fuck with us? Here's, here's, <laughs> <sighs> I have too much anxiety. Just objectively, this one is shorter than the other one by oh, indeed, two yeah. or three lines. That's, That's what okay. So my, 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 my my gut instinct is to go with gray and say that the 95 movie is real and the 2009 movie is fake. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm locking so, it in. So All both, right. both of our contestants, gray and Jeremiah have locked in on movie number Good. one. Now, Patrick, why don't you go ahead and tell what are the names of the two movies? And then tell us which one is real. The second movie is called Chaws. C H A W Z. It's a South Korean film. And it's real, it, it, but it, but is that is it really South Korean or did I make it South Korean? The second film, <laughs> or the first film rather, is called Sulfur, mm. and that is fake. Oh, so here's the thing: Gray Gray picked up on something. So in the year 1997, there were two competing volcano movies: Volcano and mm. Dante's Peak. And this is you a clear ripoff of Dante's Peak. Yeah, you did the thing. I, I, you... I changed. I feel like I changed enough of it so that it, it's not like one for one Dante's Peak, but 
No, that's good. Well, I don't remember the protagonist's name in either film, but yeah. the if it's Hank in either case, bravo. Right. So it's uh, in Dante speak. His name is Harry Dalton. Mm -hmm. This is Hank Walton. <laughs> Hank Walton. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Oh, you, you are dirty. <laughs> oh my god. I need. We started it. Yeah, we started it. Jesus. Look, I told, but I, I told all of you that each contestant today is coming out for blood. And let me Bravo. tell you, it's not going to get any easier because <laughs> we're moving on to round number two. Now, Jeremiah, you are going to go ahead and tell us the plot synopsis of your first movie, and then you're going to follow it up with your plot synopsis of your second movie. Gray and Patrick, listen up tight, because let me tell you, I've seen these, and this is a tough one. So, Jeremiah, why don't you go and tell the audience, as well as our two contestants, the plot synopsis of movie number one. All right. Magician's assistant and aspiring ventriloquist Corky bombs at his first solo show and is given a dummy called Fats as a way to try and improve his act. Soon he starts to rise in fame and reconnects with his high school sweetheart, but it is at the cost of Fats, who is developing a mind of his own and wants to control his master. Fats tries to get Corky to kill his girlfriend and keep his fame, but ultimately Corky kills himself to stop Fats' reign of terror. They lie in blood, contemplating which of them will die first. Movie number one. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. I, I think that's, that's the I, that was Corky Romano. I think I'm pretty sure it was Corky <laughs> Romano. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jeremiah, that's not the only movie you're bringing to us today. So why don't you go ahead and give our contestants the right. plot synopsis of movie number two? Movie number two. Down on his luck painter, Paul Gilliam finds his luck suddenly turned around when he meets and gets to paint a woman named Jane, who becomes his muse. Fame and fortune follow, but when Jane doesn't return Paul's affections, his love for her turns to obsession, and as his mind delves further into madness, the paintings of Jane start to come to life, encouraging Paul to murder the real Jane and be with them forever. Fuck. <laughs> now, Jeremiah, one thing you left out. Why don't you tell them when your movies were released? That's right. So uh, movie number one, and this is going to be tough. Movie number one released 1978 and movie number two released in 1980. I know it's long, but can we have the first synopsis one more time? Sure. Yes, please. Absolutely. Magician's assistant and aspiring ventriloquist Corky bombs at his first solo show and is given a dummy called Fats as a way to try to improve his act. Soon he starts to rise in fame and reconnect with his high school sweetheart, but it is at the cost of Fats, who is developing a mind of his own and wants to control his master. Fats tries to get Corky to kill his girlfriend and keep his fame, but ultimately Corky kills himself to stop Fats' reign of terror. They lie in blood, contemplating which of them will die first. 1978, you said? 1978, yes, sir. Since Gray went first last time, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first this time, um, and I'm gonna kind of walk through. 
I'm going to walk through my my thought process. The first one seems like the whole movie. So I ask myself, similar to to Jeremiah last round, I'm starting to get into the meta of the game. Mm -hmm. Did you pull that from Wikipedia? Just the whole plot synopsis paragraph? Did you or did you write that and you just wrote like most of the movie's plot synopsis? Because that, that was a lot of a lot of plot detail. Mm. However, the second film, I don't buy that either of their names are Paul and Jane. Just doesn't feel right for 1980. I don't know if Gray, if you agree, but just feels oh God. out of time That's to be subtle Paul and Jane. Mm. So tr frankly, I, it's kind of a coin flip for me at the moment, if I'm being completely honest. So with that, I am going to I'm going to to hope and pray that Corky Corky's Revenge <laughs> the first film is the real film from 1978. That's my I'm locking in number 1 as the real film. All right. Now Gray, are you going to follow suit with Patrick? Or are you going to take a chance on movie number 2? Look these movies both sound like not just like they could legitimately be real trash cinema, but compelling trash cinema, right? Sure. Like I'm fascinated to find out whichever one of these is real. I'm disappointed. One of them isn't, but man, I got a little choked up when you got to the line a second time about having to take his own life to, to just try to ensure that this curse wouldn't go on, so to speak with the puppet as they stare at each other in a pool of blood, like if this movie isn't made, <laughs> it needs to be made. So I'm just going to lean into that. And I, I want you to tell me this is real so that I could go watch it. <laughs> All right. This is perfect Our, trash. This, is, this, will be, That's awesome. this will be big. Either Jeremiah is about to be tied or it's a, it's a whole new ball game. I want that one to be true. So bad. Let me have, it. I'm with Patrick. Let's All right. Here's Gray's what I'm going to say to you. I was, um, I was, considering putting names of actors into this to Ooh. see if it would become like harder or easier. And so I will tell you the, the names of the people in the movie that I had uh, it, now that you're locked in movie. Number okay. two was called paint by numbers. Um, Francis Conroy played <gasps> Jane and that movie is fake. Oh, thank God. Wow. Now, Jeremiah, why don't you tell them who the actor is that stars in movie number one? Movie number one, is. 1980 or 1978, rather, called Magic, starring Anthony Hopkins <gasps> and Anne Margaret. <gasps> it is you one guys. of the wildest movies I've ever seen. It is. We have I gotta to go. That shit crazy. <laughs> I got to go. It right sounds now. so <laughs> compelling. I um. Uh, it's one of my dad's favorite movies. Really? And so wow. I did this um, in honor of him because uh, it truly is trash cinema because it came on Turner Classic Movies the other day. I just happened what? to be passing by it and I recorded it and watched it. And you're right, Cayman. It is fucking insane. It is insane. That's amazing. And it is. And, and Hopkins is like, it's early and he is given it. He is awesome. I don't know that I've ever seen uh, Hopkins do anything uh, with not white hair. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's had white yeah. hair since I was, <laughs> since I was six. It reminds me of the film. I think it's called the hand starring none other than Mike, Michael Caine. Well, Michael Caine. 
Marco and uh, where his hand, like Al Pacino, gets, his hand. Yeah, gets everybody. Bad. Yeah, you you sounded like Al Pacino came in. Everybody was doing Michael Kane, <laughs> but you were doing Al Pacino. Oh no 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 no! Oh, well, Kane very loves cocaine. No, Michael that's what, Kane. No, that's yeah, that's what you say. It's because when you reference Michael Kane, if you say Michael Kane to me, I'm not thinking of um, of the actual actor. I'm always thinking of the nose candy, Michael Kane. Mm, my cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Kane. <laughs> Where's Michael Kane? Huh? Michael Kane. I'm, I'm a big fan of both, really. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that I lost. You did. Just you did. You're a fucking loser. And guess what? I We're moving on. Like to... I won more than points in that round. What a! I, I, how did I not know? How did any of us have any confusion out of a, a, a movie as perfectly named as Magic, starring mm. Anthony Hopkins? Like, yeah. I yeah. I honestly, I would like myself. to apologize to Sir Anthony Tom Tom Tompkins Hopkins. Yeah, but also if anybody's interested, uh, paint by numbers, the script is available. Great. <laughs> and it stars none other than Jeremy Irons. As the That's character. right. Jeremy Irons uh, starred in my fake movie. That's right. Fantastic. Well, we can also do Jeremy Irons impressions if you like. <laughs> I love it. Actually, it should have been our Dungeons and Dragons episode. No one could get the Jeremy Irons impression down correctly. Say no more. I'm only here to help at your service. Mm, very good. I love it. Very good. Moving on to round number three. Now, this is when we bring in Gray. And I will say that Gray's movie choices are fantastic to say the least. And also wild as hell. Great. So, Gray, why don't you go ahead and give our audience and our contestants the plot synopsis of movie number one. Movie number one features Jonathan, a rookie drug enforcement agency for the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in Toronto, Canada, who befriends Mexican immigrant Maria Los Santos and her three children during a random inspection at a border checkpoint. Maria and her children are trying to flee to Canada to escape her husband, the leader of a ruthless Mexican drug cartel in El Paso, Texas. What began as a routine traffic stop turns into a harrowing journey of survival after Maria's husband and his coyotes come looking for blood and retribution. And when was released that movie released? In 2016. Ooh. We got a modern wow. trash cinema okay. film. All right. Now, Gray, why don't you give our contestants the plot synopsis of movie number two? A lone drifter, Isaac, suffering from partial memory loss, accepts a job from his old landlord, Barrett, to look after his niece, Olga, a psychologically troubled woman living in an abandoned house on an isolated island. When Barrett convinces Isaac to confine his movements to the house and leaves the two of them alone, a game of cat and mouse ensues with Isaac fighting to survive amid the terrifying resurgence of his own memory. Released in 2020. Ooh, two ah. modern trash cinema films. Wow. So this is another one though that both both plots are so good. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I, really stumped here. Go ahead, Jeremiah. I think this is this is my turn to start because I, I don't want to take anybody's <sighs> picks. I he, I'm just gonna go quick because I want to see movie number two. So I'm going to pick movie number two as the real movie. 
You know, it's interesting that you say that because as as he was reading them, I got when he was reading the first one, I felt like something just felt a little off to me. But then he read the second one and I was like, too many adjectives. Mm. Feels like, you know, we're trying to make it. You're trying to trick me with the isolated island. So with you going one, I think I'm going to split the difference. Sorry, you going two. I'm going to go one. So then because mm. I, I, I want to believe that. What was her name? Maria Los Santos. That's in right. El Paso. I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm choosing to believe in Maria. Today. Here's what I don't need is another Canadian border patrol movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. We just I we've got too many. I don't need another one in my life. So I don't blame you. All right. So Jeremiah, just to, to confirm, you're locking in your pick as movie number one. I'm locking in movie number, movie number two, two as my part, as yeah. my movie. Yes, and Patrick, you were locking in at movie number one. So, Correct. Gray, why don't you go ahead and tell our two contestants the names of both of those movies and which one is real and which one is fake? Movie number one is a film called Coyotes, released in 2016. Oh, and it's real, I bet. That's a good name. Movie number two is released in 2020, and it's called caveat movie number one coyotes is fake caveat is real trash cinema dude i'm gonna we all have new movies we're going to go watch at the end of this (laughs) this is great so a couple things i want to point out here and this is uh, this is so fun to me so grace sends these movie his movies over and he's like hey man like just a heads up um i've gone all in (laughs) <laughs> Not only did Gray write up a movie, he wrote up the entire plot of his fake film. He not only did that, he gave me the production company, he gave me the director, and Great. he gave me the film festivals that it premiered in. Oh, fuck yes. Okay, I thought so that was going to help. <laughs> please let us come back next time. We got to do the four of us again because I want I want to do that. Like I want director and producer. Okay, good. Then company. I won't say That's any of it because I spent awesome. way too much time on it, and I had so <laughs> hold much it, game, and it dude. Was it was awesome. I actually I went in behind him and basically had to like condense his plot into because I was like, man, we'll be here for the next two hours. We're That's writing it up, out an way. entire written script, and I I loved every single minute of it. Hey, this movie, I know his fake movie, goes off rails. There's a point Danny Trejo shows up, sorry, spoilers, <laughs> and literally kills a bunch of Canadian DEA agents and then writes coyotes and blood on the wall. I was yeah. like, dude, I'm fucking sold dude, on this movie. We have a camera somewhere. We can, That's amazing. We can, we're going to, yeah. what you guys don't realize is the whole plot here, the whole ploy, so to speak, is for me to actually take all of these fake movies that you guys have mm-hmm. made up, and I'm pitching each one of them to a studio it's to make money. Straight, great intellectual. Right property. off of you, yeah, because you guys, no once you send them to me, this is this is my movies now. These are my movie fake movies now. <laughs> these are my movies now. My, my cocaine. <laughs> this is my cocaine now. I'll do it again, man. I'll do it every week. You can take everything I write, make a fortune, awesome. buy me a beer, we'll be good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, it's now time to move on. To the final round. In the final round, our three contestants will face the dumpster boy. As spoken before, the movies that I've brought to the table, well, guess what? There's three of them. 
And uh, these movies could be all fake, all real, or a mix of all of them. So who knows what you're going to get now? Because we got to the end and we're at the final round, I'm going to go ahead and give the scores so everyone, know, everyone knows where they are. Now we have Patrick in the lead currently with three points. Gray is coming in at second place with two points. And Jeremiah is rounding out the bottom with one point. No one get too excited or get too down on themselves because at any point, our contestants can lose points from their score. Because each time you get a guess wrong, you will lose a point. Each guess you get right, you gain a point. Are you That's guys ready? No. no, I'm even more nervous than before. All right. Well, let's go. We will start off with my movie number one. After her husband dies, Lacey, a photojournalist, makes a trek to a hidden village in Eastern Europe looking to investigate rumors that the local shaman can raise the dead from the grave. While initially dismissed by the shaman, he reluctantly agrees. Unfortunately for Lacey, some things should remain buried. Mm. Film was released in 1979. Yeah, it was. So, Patrick, <laughs> you are the leader of the pack, and therefore you will be the one who makes the initial guess. For the folks at home, can we get that synopsis one more time? Absolutely. Yes, please. After her husband dies, Lacey, a photojournalist, a photojournalist, makes a trek to a hidden village in Eastern Europe looking to investigate rumors that the local shaman can raise the dead from the grave. While initially dismissed by the shaman, he reluctantly agrees. Unfortunately for Lacey, some things should remain buried. Mm. Gray, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. What year was this again, Kevin? 1979. Gray, in 1979, was there photojournalism? Yes, I'm afraid so. <sighs> All right. I thought, maybe I, I thought maybe I had him there. <laughs> uh, I, um, something about the name Lacey. I, I know I did this earlier with Jeremiah, and it worked for me. Something about the name Lacey in 1979 just doesn't feel good to me. So this is a pass for Patrick. This is not trash. This is... A pass. Isn't this I the plot of Doctor Strange? I thought that this was... <laughs> this is what happens in Doctor Strange, I thought. Maybe. Patrick, that's brilliant, though. Everything about this sounds not just legitimate, but intriguingly legitimate. Yeah. Except Lacey. Like, 1979? There's no Lacey. Come on. It's a tactic that, that your twin used last week. Uh, with names and he was on something and it's it's I think it might be serving us in this this game too. Hold on, he's coming through. He says hello by the way. He's right. Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. I'm, I'm with Patrick. Thinking? I don't think with so Patrick. because of Lacey alone. Yeah. All right. Now Jeremiah, you've got two on the board who are saying this is a pass. Yeah. Do you follow suit? Or do you this is my Jeopardy ball? moment. So here's the deal. When I think of the, the name Lacey, I think of the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. And people in the 80s named Lacey had to have been around in 79, I'm assuming. It's <laughs> a great point. It's a great I mean, point. Was she going around looking for the shaman who can raise her dead husband uh, in 1979? Was Lacey around as like a 29-year-old? Could have been. Shit. Just got her photojournalism degree. Were you named Lacey in 1950? That's the that's the real question. Right. 
that is. You know what? Like. Just for the sake of it, I'm going to say it's real. I feel I, I think it's I think it's a real movie. This could be a tectonic shift similar to the 1995 classic Sulphur or the 1982 <laughs> movie Tectonic Shift. Unfortunately, Sulfur. I have some bad news. Oh, shit. The film is called The Whispering Woods and it is fake. Fuck. <sighs> bruh, bruh. I'll drink some sweet water to that. Well, all right. That so, was very I, that was very good, though, Cameron. So, Jeremiah, unfortunately, <laughs> lost the only point you had. So. I feel like uh, I feel like if somebody just took a screenshot of me sitting back here, uh, dejected. That, that's <laughs> how I feel. That's awful. Okay, let's go. I, Could, uh, do I even have a, I, a shot to come back now? There's only two movies. Um, I mean, if if we if no. me and Gray both missed the next two and you got them, we could. Then I have a chance of coming in second. We couldn't okay. have been because we because if we both if we lost them both. We would our scores would be two and one respectively, so you and I would be tied if if we if the same happened but the reverse. The Got it. Day. So literally, no matter what, I need to go against what you say. <laughs> if you no want to, no matter win. what, if I want to try and win, in order to stand a chance, I guess you're right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's go. It. I went with Patrick, and here I am. Thanks again, Lacey. <laughs> let's move Nobody's on. Nobody's named Lacey in 1950. God damn it! I know. To movie number two. See, it's all about context clues, guys. Movie number two. Are you guys ready? Yes. I want to be real clear about this. I was with you, Jeremiah, until Patrick said the thing about Lacey. Make no <sighs> mistake. That changed my mind. I was sold on this film. Damn. I, I need to get ready for this I need one. to give less context for my, my reasons. Because I'm about to up the ante. Uh-oh. Movie number two. Fake. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a high school teacher grows concerned when a heavy metal band stops in a sleepy town for a three-night stay. It's not long until the kids in his classroom become despondent and parents start to turn up dead. After the teacher finds his ex-girlfriend dead at the hands of one of his star pupils, he decides to take the fight to the band where he finds out something more sinister is a play. And the film was released in 1988. That's when I was born. I know every movie that came out in that year. Well, hopefully you know if this one is real or fake because you have a lot riding on this. I actually have nothing riding on this. You're going to lose regardless. <laughs> That's there is a chance. The I just want to do skyscraper. I just want to do skyscraper on this podcast. The ticker projection is 99% to 1%, but there is a chance. Uh, am I going first again? Since I'm in first still, or how do so we're going to switch this up and we're going to go with Gray because Gray's in second place currently. He's going to lead us off now. Gray, what do you think? So there's a there's a band. We have no idea what kind of band it is. Correct? You didn't mention that anyway. It's a heavy metal band. Of course it is, but it's not Guar. <laughs> so they're not oh, breaking. Well, any I mean, Guar was of... Guar around in 1988? They were probably. Born in 1988 as a result no, of this movie, old. if it was real, which is why I think they weren't, and that's why they were founded in '92, something mm -hmm. like that. I don't know. It all felt a little bit too ambiguous. And I'm a music guy. I'm not just a music guy, but I'm like a I love trash cinema of the '80s hairband metal music guy. Like I feel like this is the kind of thing that I would have like snuck out of the house to watch at my friend Jason Renner's house or something for Jason. Shout out so to Jason. I'm. 
1988, I was coming into my own, and and so is horror with this trash cinema kind of stuff, man. And that was mine and Bennett's. We would sneak down to our friend's house, and then we would come back and and sneak into our bunk beds together. That was the time we would sleep in the same bed when we were like nine years old. So we didn't see this film. I'm going with fake. All right. What was your friend's name? Jeremy Renner? What did you call him? Jason Renner. Jason, Jason. Renner. Now, Gray, are you, you're locking in on, on pass. Yeah, lock it in. It's, I think it's fake. And All tell right. me more about you and your friend sleeping in the same bed. What was this? No, no, you no. And no. Your friend I, slept that in is my bed. twin brother, right? Yeah. And so, oh. listen, to, we were born in 79. So in 1988, right, we're, we're just starting to have separate rooms. We had mm. bunk beds growing up, right? And then they split <laughs> bunk beds. So we each had our own bedroom. But when we would go down to Jason Renner's house, to watch trash cinema like Toxic Avenger and all the Friday the 13th, the Nightmare on Elm Street, any of that stuff, we would come back and not tell our parents. We were no way allowed to see any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but his dad was a fireman who worked third shift and his mom let him rent all these films. We would watch them and come back and be scared shitless and we would sleep in each other's bedroom just for that mm. night. And we watched what a nights, lot of this. What nights did you sleep with your friend? What nights were the nights that you slept? We never. We walked. He was three houses down across the street. Don't worry about oh. Jason. Jason. Oh, okay. All out. right. Jason probably went straight to bed. <laughs> Bennett and I did not. We stayed up because we were traumatized by this stuff, even the corny, campy stuff in 1988. To the point where, like, I feel like I wouldn't have just remembered it. I'd be a little bit traumatized and probably mm -hmm. love it right now. I don't think I ever saw a film like this, man. So no, and I'm calling it fake. And he went on to be Hawkeye and the Avengers. How about that? I um, <laughs> look. I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for a story. I'm a sucker for a Cinderella story. I'm a sucker for a comeback. For the sake of the game and for the sake of the story, I'm I'm gonna go with Gray here because I want to open us up for a, the comeback of the century from Jeremiah. This is a hard like pass for me. All right, Jeremiah. Real. Give it to I'm me. Come on, real. You're going with real. Okay. Why not? Well, there's going to be some players well, that. Jeremiah, did you think this was going to be real or are you just playing a game? I'm just curious. It didn't sound great to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you're, what you're saying is, is that I'm really bad at writing plot synopsis. No, no, no. I'm saying that it did not yeah. sound like a good movie to me. Like it, it, it sounded like something that I would not want to watch. And as a result, really? I'm inclined to say fake, but I do think it, I think it's real. I, I have to disagree with Jeremiah and say that. I think that's your best work so far. Cayman. that, that yeah. plot is, is compelling. All right. Please well, be real. please be real. Please be real. The film is named black roses and was directed by the director of the classic trash cinema film, Frankenhooker. This movie Shit. is real. Oh my god. Black Roses. Go on. Unbelievable. Yep. This movie is called Black Roses. It is indeed about a heavy metal band who it felt hella real to, to me. That are demons, in fact. Uh, this is a movie that I've been wanting to do on the show for a while. I just didn't know which weirdo I could get to do this movie with us, but um <laughs> I just watched Deathgasm. And oh, love such a it, good one. Yeah, Deathgasm, Deathgasm brings in a lot from this movie. Like, it's very inspired by it. There's another film, I'm trying to remember the name, that stars Thor, Thor Carlson. That's um, another heavy metal, demonic movie. Uh, I want to say it's called Trick or Treat. 
Um, and I don't know why it's named that, but yeah, it's but it's also about a demonic rock band. There's a look, man. This is the '80s. Satanic panic. <laughs> like you should have known this was real, guys. Especially wait, is, wait a second. Hold on. You said something about the band being responsible and the father. Like it sounded very ambiguous to me. It did seem <laughs> like a real movie to me. For the record. I, I couldn't figure for the, out for the, the plot, except that the point was there was a metal band <laughs> there, right? And I wasn't even sure if it was metal. It sounded fake. So what well, actually happens in the film, Kevin? So do you want me to re- spoil it for you? I will. If you yeah, want. yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Save it for trash He's the science teacher named Matthew. Um, or he's not a science teacher. He's just a high school teacher. I can't remember what subject he teaches. But basically, <laughs> this, this rock band comes into town for like a three-night concert. And he's all like, nah, this isn't cool. And then all the parents are like, this is fine. So basically what ends up happening is his parents start turning up dead. His students start coming back each day more and more antisocial and violent. And mm. he he finds that his star pupil who has been like pining for him the entire movie he has killed his ex-girlfriend. And once he do- when she does that, he's like, I have to go. This rock band's up to no good. Come to find out, guess what? The rock band? All demons. Mm-hmm. all demons <laughs> mm-hmm. this is trash cinema guys of mm-hmm. course the more <laughs> ridiculous it sounds more off to the nut the more real it is come oh. to find out they're all demons and guess <laughs> what 1988 right to be fair that's what everybody wanted to see was that the band was literally made of demons oh, right yeah. the people yeah, who yeah, hated yeah. it the people who loved it i told you so now yeah. i'm gonna give you guys a go a, a, a score count because this is where things are going to get pretty spicy. Patrick is in the lead still with three points. Gray now has two points. Jeremiah has one point. <laughs> so there is a chance we could still end up in a tie with Jeremiah having to do a runoff. And if we get to that, I'll explain the rules on what we do in a tie. But before we do that, Why don't we go ahead and jump into movie number three. On the planet Karnak, one hapless loser stumbles upon a gateway that leads him to the Earth's dark ages. Now on Earth, armed with nothing but his laser blaster, street smarts, and a penchant for finding trouble, he embarks on a quest to win over the local baker's daughter as well as taking down the evil (laughs) King Kessel and his army of bloodthirsty miscreants. This film was released... In 1981. Who's going first here? I'm going to start with you, Jeremiah, because you're back in the the race now. (sighs) Okay, here's what I'll say. (laughs) Plot-wise, I like like the writing of this plot better than I liked the last one. That said, I'm hearing a lot of words that sound a little bit like Star Wars, sound a little bit like things, like movies that I've seen before, like... What'd you say? He on, he's only got a Kessel run uh, and his lightsaber. But uh, is that is that what you said? When he, he, has gets over? A, he has a <laughs> laser blaster. Okay, lightsaber, and he went on a Kessel run to. No, no, Earth. no, no, no. All right. he, no. He used a, a for what gateway. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> he is a penchant for tr- for finding trouble. <laughs> and um, why is his name Han Solo? Right. I'm going to say that this movie is fake. All right. Jeremiah's law. Are you locking in it on, on fake? Uh, 
I'm going to see what everybody else says, and then I'm going to decide. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremiah, the tables are to you, buddy. There was a Uh, moment in time where you were not going to come back from that hole you dug yourself. Lock it in, baby. It's fake. Locking it in at fake. Patrick, we're going to go to you next. You have a lot on this one, because if you get it right, you're in 100%. Right. No questions asked. You win or, the game. Yeah, you're right. If I get this right, we're covering too fast, too furious. On the if box. you lose, if you don't get this, you're in a tie with someone, presumably. Or if Gray comes in and goes opposite me and wins, then he's going to win the game. Yeah, look, there's a lot there's, riding on this. Yeah, yeah. This is if why you, If you win this game, incredible. Patrick, as the co-host of Save Trash Cinema, this whole thing is rigged and you colluded and I uh, quit. Forget about it, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking loser. Tell me about your dad again. Uh, <laughs> funny because we all know that that's exactly what's going to happen. So just I said, forget about it, it with Patrick. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I'm I I am at a fork in the road. Because you much agree like, with me, but much you like Brian O'Connor. Do. Yeah. In the here, do you want me to spell out the saga? name? Do you want me to spell out the name of the king? Because I might be saying it wrong. King sure. Kessel? It's K-E-S-I-L. Mm. So I it could Kessel. be Kessel. It could be Kessel. Could be. I haven't seen this film, so I don't know. Yeah, what's it called again? I'm not telling you the name yet. Hmm. Almost got him. So yeah, so I I, I'm, I I struggle because I I do also in my bones feel like this is a fake movie. No, I changed my answer. The fact that you just said you haven't seen it makes me feel like it's real now. Now you locked you were... it in, dog. Oh, fuck. But what if you think it's fake? Can I say it's real? No, there, there. As the person who's been on the most of this show, other than Cayman, he there, he says he hasn't seen movies a lot that we've that we mentioned. That's Can right. I add okay. this? Right. I don't mean to interrupt, but I feel like I need to right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've really enjoyed listening to these synopsis not all of them have been home runs came in and that's okay this one was the best one i've heard all night no no no, hear me out i thought what you wrote about this film real or fake was the best one i've heard all night would you mind reading it again i thought it was really good writing, absolutely honestly. i will on the, the planet have been dog shit apparently <laughs> no that's not what i meant <laughs> on the planet karnak one, one hapless loser stumbles upon a gateway that leads him to the earth's dark ages now on Earth, armed with nothing but his laser blaster, street smarts, and a penchant for finding trouble, he embarks on a quest to win over the local baker's daughter, as well as taking down the evil king Kessel, Kessel, I don't know, and his army of bloodthirsty miscreants. Mm. Chris Pratt stars. That's uh, that. That's where I it starts to unravel for me. Now I don't know the setting of this world that that he is portal to or whatever but a baker i don't know that they have those anymore i'm sorry oh, in, the dar- in the in the in the dark middle ages, ages. there's no bakers yeah. Yeah. are you not eating bread patrick what the right. fuck are you talking about okay i was you i didn't, didn't know I a baker okay yeah died. you're fucking That's i'm sorry i love you but you're dumb as shit if you're gonna tell okay. me there's no Wait, bakers. No, you know what to That's be fair, like the 1400s I, well i didn't to, hear the setting that's on me uh, for not listening and also to be fair to patrick the dark ages how are you gonna bake bread with no fire it's dark 
idiots. That's a great point. Fair. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, all unleavened. Not a lot of keto in the medieval times. Great. Also, you, you got to remember, there's a movie called Deathstalker, and if you've never seen it, well, if you have, I suppose you 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 know if you know you know. So fuck you guys. I love Disney, so yeah, I'm sure I've seen it. I I feel like this is Dollman meets Into the Woods, and you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is a. I, I'm going to go with my gut, and I, I'm going to say this is a fake movie. I didn't go with my gut last time when I thought, it, and I ended up being right, but I did the wrong thing, and I didn't get the point. So I'm going fake. Now, Gray. Yes, sir? I'm going real. Locking it in real. Real. Okay. Never mind. We're going real. Now, Gray, this is up to you at this point. Because no, you're, you're there Kent? in it. If you go if you go real, if you go fake, it... it you could turn the tables. Who knows what's going to happen? So what do you think? Do you think this movie is real? Or do you think this movie is fake? I think... Trash your past, baby. <laughs> I think this movie is so trashy that if you wrote it from scratch, you wouldn't consider it trashy enough. Like, it's right on the edge of being perfect trash cinema. Just from a brief synopsis, right? stumbles upon a portal to the dark ages on another planet that's just a sound stage right i'm going real i'm <laughs> going, going real. real going real that's all right cinema baby so just to for the audience gray's going real patrick is going real jeremiah bucking the trend going fake well the movie is called warrior from beyond the stars and it is fake. God oh. damn it. <laughs> my gut. I didn't listen to my gut twice. That's why I'm so bad at fantasy football. What does this Make mean? Make this film. <laughs> does this mean that we get to watch Skyscraper? We have a tiebreaker now. You we have a tiebreaker now. Because we both have two points. So this is the first time. And sure, this is only the second episode. But this is the first time we've had a tiebreaker. We're always making history on this podcast. We always are. <laughs> Now, unfortunately, Gray, you put up a valiant effort. You couldn't bring home the gold this week. The but guess gold. what? There's going to be a time where we'll have a redemption episode where we're going to bring on people who didn't win, and they're going to come back. And, Gray, thank you for what you're doing. However, we're going to switch over to Patrick and Jeremiah. Now, the two of you, for a tiebreaker... And now, since this is the first one, we didn't announce it in the intro of the game. But guess what? We'll announce it now. For a tiebreaker, I'm going to bring to you a real trash cinema film. I will tell you the plot. I will tell you the actors. I'll give you whatever you want because Great. you have to tell me when the movie was released. The closest person to the release date wins the game. Now, are the two of you ready for the tiebreaker? I would like to say that um, I don't think as a Atlanta sports fan, I've ever felt the thrill of coming of being the team to come back mm. um, and at least almost win. Um, so I just want to say for the first time in my life, this is exhilarating. It's better than my cocaine. Yeah, and uh, I will be drinking an energy drink after this because my heart will need to 
keep the the jolt going. Yeah. So this you're is, gonna I, have like the greatest really masturbation session of your life if you yeah. win this. This is the first time he's ever felt the sensation of coming back to the movie Magic, starring Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, Tony Hopkins. All right, so are you guys ready? Yes. <sighs> Let's fucking go. go. The tiebreaker. The film is called Meatballs. It was released in a year that you don't know. Yeah, good call. The plot synopsis goes as such. Rudy goes to summer camp full of rowdy teenagers. The head counselor is Tripper Harrison, the prank-pulling, girl-seducing, fun lover, teasing both his boss and the counselors at the nearby rich kids' camp. He and everyone else are sick and tired of always losing the Camp Olympics every year. And Tripper must encourage all campers to try their hardest and even convince young Rudy that this may be his chance to feel better about himself. Now, I hope you guys are ready. The film stars none other than Bill Murray as Tripper, Mm -hmm. Harvey Mm -hmm. Atkin, Kate Lynch, Jack Bloom, and a bunch of other people you've never heard of. Okay. So, the movie is called Meatballs. When was it released? I would like to submit an idea for us revealing our answers. Mm, I was gonna. Okay. I was gonna have an idea. Please. I think we should say them at the same time. <gasps> I was gonna say we should say them at the yeah. same time. So oh my neither, god, jinx! Well, so that we don't do the like, oh, you said 1995. I'm gonna say 1996. Like this isn't fucking prices right. This is trash or pass, motherfucker. Great. All right. Good. Sounds good to me. I have a number in my mind. I have a number in my mind. Okay. All right. One, when... two, three, number is how we'll do it. No, we'll what is go it? with this. We'll go with this. When was Meatballs released? Go. 1971. I said 1981. I said 1977. 1977. If this movie came out in 1979, I'm going to scream. The movie was released in 1979. Stop. Are you kidding me? What month? What month? Come on. Literally in the pre-show when we were talking about this, I almost (laughs) said, what if we get to a tiebreaker and it is smack in the middle of the two numbers given? You know what, too? But I was like, no, 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 no. it's fine. Because I'm going to ask you the next question. When was the month released? Well, I think if it's first half of the year, I I think we can just use the month to decide the winner, right? Okay, yeah. Or do we want to guess um, the month, Jeremiah? Just so we know, I, I would assume that it came out in July. That, well, that's the second half of the year. Yeah. So that, that works with our... With but also, life. I'm just giving you my month. Great. I would have said March. The movie was released in June. <laughs> so, well, so wait, right. So, but, so we had said... We, I guess you we said a month. Clear. You said a month. I did say... You said a month. We get to do skyscraper. If it was June, it's technically closer to, to seventy earlier date. Yeah, right. So that's what when I when I had led with it, I, can't I was like, you we said a just, month. If it's in the you first half month. of the year, it should be the one of it's in the second half of the year is in the second one. You but said I did a month. say a month. So, Cayman, I'm going to defer to you. It's on, a summer you movie. You get to choose. <laughs> it's a summer movie. He said Who a month. Wins. I'm for Jeremiah being Patrick. deep gray. I'm deferring to you. 
You get I mean, to make if, the decision. If we're just going to go from a strictly analytical level, it's closer to 1977 than it is to 1981. Oh, fuck everybody. To me, that's as, that's what the rule was. That's the easiest way to do it. We said a month. Fuck everybody. I'm out. Let's do Skyscraper. We can still do Skyscraper, Jeremiah. Well, then what the fuck was the point of this? (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. And now I'm never going to do another episode of this again. This was so fucking fun. I've had this is like the best hour I've had in a week. This is great. So I suppose at this point, I announced the winner. And since we deferred to Gray and now have uncovered new rules. Of what uh of what Trasher passed us. Here goes his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> We've all learned it. <laughs> I have to crown the second ever Trasher Pass episode as Patrick Schweiger. I honestly I the all three of you did incredible. I'm very Love. proud of each of you. And, uh, you know, let us know in the comments who really won. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, this episode. Look, I wouldn't have even been close if not for Patrick's help in the first place. So there's no doubt in my mind who the champion is here today. <gasps> Thank you, Greg. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Something that I think we need to remember is that, you know, at the end, I did win. So I think we can all agree that my pockets ain't empty, huh? Mm. I, for- I said forget about it. I Kyle. regret deferring to gray i would have just given this to gray over the two of you losers you know better than that grow up if, if you've Not enjoyed the show I can't take that please rate review and share the hell of your friends loved ones and worst of enemies honestly word of mouth is key and we aren't beggars also fuck keith if keith, you're let us know who won you know who watched keith if you're interested in video games check out our sister podcast the spotlight games podcast and all of your favorite streaming services we also have a youtube channel so don't be a heathen and watch his banter about video games there as well. And also, guess what? We're streaming live on Twitch every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. So come check us out at Spotlight Games there. Now, Gray, you're an important person who does important things. I disagree. <laughs> Where can they find you? Tell us again about your shows. And, uh, you know, go for it. Thanks. I live in Greenville, South Carolina, and I work with FET Greenville TV, F-E-T. E Greenville, get an adult to help you spell Greenville if you can't find one. Call me. Everything we do in fact, Greenville is free. I host the Gray Zone College Football Podcast. Look for the Gray Zone on Apple, and you're gonna find like a dozen really weird political podcasts. So just go to Fet Greenville, FetGreenville.com. Find what we're doing. Everything we do is free. And um, if you want to talk trash to me on Twitter, it's Color of Gray G R E Y. It's Color of Gray Studio on Instagram. And please let me have it. Thanks, Cayman. This was a blast, man. Congratulations, yeah. dude. I'm super excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I didn't win you tonight. so bright. I know. Come you on. You did <laughs> win tonight, Cayman. I did. I win every night we do Save Trash Cinema. In the meantime, you can follow me at Kid Cayman. Uh, Patrick, where can they follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at Patrick Schwag, uh, the real winner, Patrick Schwag on Twitter. Jeremiah, where can they follow you? The true, uh, the true number one of tonight. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jeremiah P Hobbs, or you can follow me in real life, following Cayman uh, around on his honeymoon. In the next couple of weeks, I'll just be the guy outside of his <laughs> hotel room. I love to hear it. And for Gray, I'm going to be including the links to all of his stuff in the description. So please go and check that out. Uh, he does incredible work. You guys are gonna love it. 
You can follow me at Kid Cayman, like I said before. You can also follow our sister podcast at Spot Games Pod on Twitter and Spotlight Games Podcast on Instagram or Save Trash Cinema on all socials at Save Trash Cinema. Remember, fight big box office. Save Trash Cinema. <laughs>